Okay. Third time's a charm. There we go. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hey, Neen. Hey, Al. Hey, everybody out there. I hope you're moving your shoulders like Ali and I are. (laughs) I can't make myself behave. Welcome back to episode 10. Why is it Can you believe that we've done 10 of these? I cannot. Hello, everybody. That was um, just a possible contender for a standard opening song suggested by our one and only Ashley Krueger, Spill the Wine, which I didn't know the name of that song. And it's perfect. I was like trying really hard to find out the name of the song as I was um, looking, looking for it. I had to find it on the um, Remember the Titans soundtrack. Oh, my God. Um, but wow, I you it. must really know Remember the Titans if you remembered that that song was on that soundtrack. Uh, I love the movie Remember the Titans. So, um, Baby yes. Gosling. Baby, oh my god, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Hayden Panettiere when she was like adorable a really small and, child. Yes. Well, she's still adorable, but yeah, when she was she's baby. She's an adult now. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Tuesday, or I guess in most people's case, listening Wednesday. Um, it is Ali and Nina. Ashley is still in Dallas visiting her papa. Um, so you just get the two of us today. Um, but we will make it worth your while because we have tons of stuff to talk about. Um, Neen, what'd you do this weekend? Anything good? Unfortunately not. It was a snooze of a weekend. Um, I wish I had more exciting things to say. Lots of adulting. Uh, lots of transporting refrigerators from one house to another. Oh, wow. Um, it was the fifth anniversary of the the weekend that Chris proposed. So, Oh, I didn't know that. Five years ago, we, um, we went to this place called The Cone up in Westchester, like the super kitschy ice cream stand place. So we haven't been in five years. So we decided to go back and get a little ice cream. So that's all. It was fun. What about that sounds, you? That sounds like a fun, innocent summer weekend. It was. Uh, and it was hot. It was very hot, although I have to say it was, for the most part, very nice. Oh, actually, uh, you're right. It was it, pretty it nice. Was, it was, yeah, it was pretty mild, bad. actually. Um, yeah, so I had a great weekend. Um, Friday, I didn't really do much. Uh, went for drinks with my main man, and um, we just kind of hung out, and then I went to bed early. He went to, he told me that he was going to go see some bands play in Northside. And he was like, well, I don't know if you're going to want to go. They don't start till late. Late for me, I'm thinking it was like 1030. And I was like, oh, okay. Went No, like 12 or 1230. I was like, no, no, I'm not going. So he went with a friend um, and I did not go. But uh, Saturday was Pride, which I will get into that a little bit more in my win because that's my win. Um, so that was really fun. Beautiful day. All I got to say that is that if God really doesn't like gay people, then why did he give us such a damn beautiful day? Yeah. A damn beautiful, I mean, weekend for everybody. It was perfect. It was great. It was like the most perfect weather for a parade I've ever seen. Um, so, uh, so it was really nice. And, um, oh, Saturday night I went to the opera. I felt very fancy. Ooh. I felt like I was straight out of like a Frasier scene. Did you have your little gog, your little like binoculars? No, oh. uh, no, not. I'm you should totally have. not. And you should have worn like your little petticoat and like what? What? Whenever? Okay, legit. Pretty much the only stuff I know about opera is from Frasier episodes. So it's like the woman <laughs> always has like a long dress and like a like a no one dresses like what's that it called opera. like a stall like, like a, a little like scarf, a shawl pashmina thing. Yeah, actually. My cousin. So I went with my cousin, Alex. She got these tickets through the Harvard Association. It's so fancy. Oh, she's a Harvard Frasier would be so impressed. I know. So um, I was really feeling it. So we went to La Boheme and um, she wore a full length, like red strapless gown. Oh my gosh. And she looked amazing. She's very Julia Roberts-esque and pretty woman. Very beautiful. And the whole time we were getting ready, I wore short dress, but she was like, I'm just going to be so overdressed. And it was funny because I've never been to the opera before. I don't know about you. I have when I, yeah, I have. But it's like fancier really? than other stuff. Like when we were there, 
it was fancy. I mean, we saw, I saw many women in like floor length dresses. I was really surprised. I guess it's kind of fun to get dressed up and do that kind of thing. I say it just seemed way more fancy than when you, when I've gone to, uh, I've gone to lots of musicals Mm -hmm. and it seemed way fancier. Yeah. But okay. Opera. I did enjoy the opera. Um, it was, it was very beautiful. It, It was weird because I'm not used to, I guess, the definition of opera is like they sing every word, but oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't thinking that when I went in. So I'm like, oh, it'll be kind of like a musical. No. no. And it was just weird. Not as fun as musicals. It was weird for them to be singing just like, I'm closing the door. <laughs> right. And I'm like, And Whoa. it's not in, it's, it, do they have like the, they had the, the English subtitles. translations? Yeah. yeah. Cause it was in, God, I'm terrible for not knowing if it was Probably Italian French. or French. I think it was French. Um, it was, t- it, t- it takes place, I believe in Paris, but, um, but it was actually, I did enjoy it once I like got over the fact that literally the whole story is in song, which is funny because I came home and I told Travis about it and he was like, well, yeah, that's, that's what makes it an opera and not a musical. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Mr. Dramatics. <laughs> I just didn't really think about it, but it was beautiful. And then, uh, Sunday I just did stuff around the house. And um, yeah, adulting. Yeah, as, as we do usually on Sunday. I would love to go back to the opera. I haven't been in a while, and they have one about Frida Kahlo right now. I think. Yes, they actually. Okay, so their season. I can show you the catalog because I have this like huge catalog um, from going. It wasn't like the little playbill program. It was right. like for the season, and they have some really cool stuff. They have uh, Frida Kahlo um, opera that's coming up. And they also have another one that is, it's something storybook and it looks like there's, they use a lot of like uh, shadows and props and Ooh. it's supposed to be very like whimsical and kind of That would be super that would be so fun. And it looks really cool. So, uh, so anyway, I don't I'd know if I'm going to be an avid go- opera goer, but it was actually really fun. And then uh, we, we came back in our heels and our gowns and like full makeup and everything. And we changed into sweatpants and went and got pizza. So it was great. Perfect. It was like a really good Saturday. Um, yeah. So that was my weekend. What do you have any wins going on? Or should we do wines first or wins first? Sure. We can, my all of my recaps for the week. are <laughs> So lame, I feel like, but I'll go with my wine. And it okay. happened yesterday. And it was full on case of the Mondays kind of situation. So I've been making these smoothies for breakfast and I always put like, it doesn't matter where I put it in it. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> you can tell us, I'll take I mean, the recipe. It's just banana, ice, almond milk, protein powder, spinach, and some peanut butter. And it's delicious. But we're going through various stages of reconstruction in our kitchen and it's going very slowly because rehabbing a kitchen is so freaking expensive. It's ridiculous. Um, so the only working outlet, well, one of the only working outlets we have in our kitchen is near the oven. So we have to like put things on top of the oven to use them, including the blender. So it's bal- It's a it's a gas oven or stove top. So it's c- kind of like balancing a little bit on the on the I guess the grill of the stove top. Um, so I'm making my smoothie like I always do, and I walked away like I I walked away while I was blending. To, I don't know get something to put in it and as I walked away it tips over and spills behind the oven and this is Monday morning at like 7 a.m. and that shit is so heavy and you, it's impossible to clean behind there what'd you do well I, I mean I kind of MacGyvered it you know like I I, I attached some things to the end of a Swiffer uh, stick <laughs> and I just kind of like you had like a bobby pin and a straw and you, <laughs> yeah. and you managed to clean it all god up. so I had to clean it all up but I was like, damn it, I really wanted that smoothie, so I'm going to make one again. So I, I do it again. I'm like, don't walk away from it. Just keep your hand on it the whole time, and it's fine. Um, but I keep water in my cup so that if, it get, if it's too thick, I can just add a little bit of water. So I'm done making my, my smoothie. I didn't need the water, but I didn't see the water in the cup before I pour, poured the smoothie in. So I pour the smoothie in, and it's just, it just turns know, into soup. turns into water, soup. green water. So I'm pissed about that. I I dump it in the this sink and I salvage what I can from what I didn't pour in there. Um, so that was the morning. And then that afternoon, I come home and Atlas, the puppy, 
Must have eaten something he wasn't supposed to. Because there was a a lot of poop in there. There was a lot. Do you think he looked up some of the spinach peanut butter powder? I was wondering. Actually, Chris said he had to clean up a lot of a lot of poop that day, and I'm like, oh, I hope I don't have to come home to any of it. And there was some. So that's a lot of mess. It was a lot of it was a lot lot to deal with on a Monday. But um, I guess he's fine now. He's he's a puppy. He eats weird shit. We were wondering, we took him to the dog park this weekend. We did do that this weekend. And we were wondering if like maybe one of the tennis balls we were throwing, he picked something up. I don't know. It Anyways. It really could have been anything. Yeah. I mean, sometimes dogs just have upset stomachs too. Exactly. I'm like, did you lick up like, did you lick up a little bit of almond milk when I spilled my smoothie? I don't know. Right. But anyways, that was my, my, my wine. What about you? Well, oh, real quick before I get to mine, can we just get a status update on how Outlaws' paw is doing? Since oh, he he's had his fine. nail violently, violently he's ripped completely out. Completely healed. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. He is. I know our listeners have just been like wondering. Uh, I know I've been wondering. Yeah. So, okay. Wines. Um, so, my, my wine is like yours, only except instead of like fluid messes being everywhere, it's just like I'm hemorrhaging cash money oh god your car so okay so a couple things i was hit with a double whammy this is a real this is a real if ashley was here she would enjoy me saying double whammy because it's like an old person thing to say um (laughs) that was for you ash uh no it was a real double whammy last week so after we recorded last week uh the end of the week i took my car which is a 2009 pontiac uh it has about ninety thousand miles on it now and I really don't drive that much. I bought it six years ago with 30 some thousand miles on it. And since I live downtown and I work downtown for now, I don't drive that much. But my office is moving to Springdale, as I already talked about in a previous pod. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Nina. Um, and so I just wanted to take my car in since it's about 100,000 miles to get a tune up and get everything done that needs to be done. So I know it's going to be safe for a while for my commute. Get it ready for my commute. So I took it into Bob Samroll down here in uh, on Court Street. And he was like, all right, I'm going to call you back with an estimate. Uh, so he called me back. I'm expecting it's going to be, I, I knew it wasn't going to be cheap. I was expecting like $700. Mm-hmm. Oh. So he calls me back and he's like, well, there's nothing major wrong with your car. But since you haven't taken it in for a tune-up yet, this is everything you need. Mm-hmm. And he starts going down the list. But are they all imperative? Like you need them like right okay, now? So this is a good question. No. And he even said, so he gets to the end. He gets to the total. Total is $1,300. Ouch. That's uh, about double what I was anticipating on spending. So, and I asked him, I was like, okay, what do I need to not do? And he was like, well, okay, you cannot do... If you really don't want to, you cannot do like this filter or this fluid or this whatever, but you're going to need to do that in the next like two months, probably, especially if you're going to be driving a lot. So I, because the major things like I really needed new tires. Yeah. That's almost $500 right there. Um, and I, so I really needed a lot of things and I kind of knew that before I took it in, but I just, I I just didn't really think it was going to be that expensive. So I just wanted to rip the bandaid off. So I was like, just do it. Damn. Just do it all. I mean, I guess you pay for convenience because you're getting it all done right downtown, like all at once, one person. Overnight. Like, I mean, he was like, you can come pick it up tomorrow. Oh, it's done. Oh, it's done. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was done the next day. See, I mean, I guess you could have like shopped around and like gone to like 10 different places and like. Well, I thought about that, but I'm like, what? I'm I'm going to save at the most probably like $100 and I'm going to be driving around doing legwork on these types of things. Right. To get, like, no, like I'll just just I just I'm like, I want to rip the bandaid off. Right. And it's done now. And it's good Ugh. to know that. And honestly, I don't think that they were like fucking me over. I really don't, because I know people have who have used that Bob mm-hmm. Summerall and like swear by them mm-hmm. and they were super nice they got me in like i called and he was like you can just bring by anytime like they were really nice yeah um and i service is something else you pay for like yeah. i take my car to this guy who is so grumpy and so mean <laughs> i'm like scared he's the kind of guy that i'm like scared to go 
see and like scared to you, talk like, don't to. know what you're supposed to say but, he, but he's so cheap and like he does a good yeah. job so i like kind of you know choose my battles yeah i mean well this is to put it this way it's like how many times have you taken your car to the shop in the past three or four years and had to pay a few hundred dollars probably several yeah i haven't done that yeah so it's just been like it all ganged up building up all at once yeah and my car's paid off so it's like right i haven't been making car payments for the past year um so i mean okay that's like you right. know a half a year's worth of car payments but right. it sucks really bad but then to add insult to injury <laughs> um like literal injury so my back has been messed up lately my lower back i've always had like a dull pain on my lower back and finally i'm like it, it's been really hurting lately when i try to run and um if i sleep on it weird it just hurts all day or like doing household chores is really hard on my back oh my gosh yeah it's been rough so i finally am like i'm gonna go to the chiropractor so i research a chiropractor that's in my network mm-hmm. of my shitty insurance mm-hmm. and i go to it and the the check-in lady comes out and she's like well i just called your insurance and uh, you might just want to, um, do you want me to process you as somebody who's not insured because it'll save you money? Oh my God. How does that make sense? She said that, and I believe it cause my insurance is not that great. She was like, yeah, your insurance is offering the rate of $185 for the first visit with x-rays and then $60 every visit after that. And she was like, and we give our uninsured patients $40 after that wow. per visit. And I'm like, oh my God, I am paying, I'm paying a fucking monthly premium for this shit. And I never go to the doctor. I I will never understand it. And it just pisses me off. So I, um, so I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, obviously I want you to do that. So I get the x-rays done and I went back yesterday, um, for my like check-in and the doctor was just like, there's nothing major wrong, but in order you have like nerve, some nerve damage because there's not some parts of your spine aren't aligned perfectly um, in your lower back. So you have some pressure on your nerves in order. Like my plan, my recommended plan for you is to come back three times a week for eight weeks. Oh, of course. And I'm like at 40 bucks a pop, that's almost $500 a month. That's insane. To go to the chiropractor. And that's what I've heard is like, once you go to the like, chiropractor, the you have to keep going, you know? So you get like addicted and to it. The thing is, I don't think that the, I don't, I read a lot of reviews for this place before I went and they were super nice, super professional. I don't think it's like a shitty establishment. I just think that that is what you run into. This is why I don't go to the doctor (laughs) is because I feel like I can put up with pain for a while. And if I can just take an Aleve or an Advil, like I'm fine. But I called my mom afterwards and I was just like, I'm, I can't pay $120 a week to go to the chiropractor. I just can't. So they told me like, if you, it's totally fine. If you can't go three times a week, just come as much as you can. So I'm going to try to go one time a week. Yeah. But the thing is the treatments are 20 minutes. It's like a 20 minute thing. Like I lay on this table, I get this heat, this, this stuff that like uh treats my back for like 10 minutes and then you know he does like all the popping and like aligning and that takes about 10 minutes does it feel good um it feels good when he's doing it but like this morning i woke up and i was really sore Mm. and i think it's just because it's your back's not used to getting that kind of like pushing and pressure and everything but i I also did housework over the weekend and my back really hurt from that so it just it's basically long story long I've taken up a lot of time on my wine. I just feel this week like I am hemorrhaging money. And yeah. the the good thing is, I Yuck. guess, I'm not going to have uh, any real work to do on my car for a while. So, I mean, that yeah. is actually a great thing. Um, So that's good. But I don't know what the hell I'm going to do about a chiropractor. I don't know if I'm going to shop around. I don't know if I'm going to just go one time a week. I haven't fully decided yet. Well. No, it's not good. I mean, this sounds so like trivial, but have you tried like shoe inserts and like? I think I that I'm gonna look up some stretches that I can do at home. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like yoga or something. I don't know. I know, and I, uh, I know. I just, I'll admit, I was looking for the quick fix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if you can just pop something back there and everything goes into alignment, that would be great. But I guess that's not really how science works. Ugh, medicine that doesn't work that way so anyway that's my 
wine, but I'll go ahead and go into my win. Okay. So I may be poor for a while, but I walked at my first pride parade this Yay, weekend. Congrats. Thanks. And I walked with the Planned Parenthood group. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun and a wonderful experience. And it made me in a sea of garbage people and discord in our community, in our world. It just made me see that there are actually a lot of people like us who, um, you know, who are trying to be hopeful about the future and who just want to be themselves. And there are a lot of like-minded people. So I went and I walked with the group and it was so much fun to, um, you know, see everybody in the community come out and, uh, it was exhausting, I have to say. Yeah. I mean, between like going down to the parade, finding my group, finding our place, walking in the parade, walking around Sawyer Point, and then coming back home, I walked almost seven miles, and that was like before Dang. 2 p.m. So, mm-hmm. um, wasn't there like a, a Black Lives Matter um, like collaboration? There, so this was actually a really unique year, and I, this is what part of the reason it makes me really excited to be a part of Pride um, this year is this was kind of a unique year because this is the first pride under the Trump administration. um, And there's just a lot of stuff going on um, in the world that there are a lot of people who are going through things, different causes that were included within pride this year. Mm -hmm. So um, along with the LGBTQ community, uh, there were a lot of representatives there from black lives matter. I mean, there were people who were there for, um, for like the transgender community and stuff, wearing Black Lives Matter shirts or carrying right. signs. Um, there were a lot of people there uh, for various um, different causes. Some people were there just, you know, like anti-Trump right. campaign. There were a lot of people there who were just from the feminist community that came mm-hmm. out to just be among like-minded people. And there were a lot of people who were representing all of those things, such as myself. Well, So it was it, very cool. And it was a very timely event to happen uh for black lives matter considering um the ray tensing case which was also um a hung jury for the second trial and they're not going to try him again i mean there's, there's no, no way. way um i think he had by like today or something to say if he would do a third trial yeah i figured they wouldn't but i mean it was i was so proud in my community so much peace there was so much peace and it would be okay for people to be angry. That's yeah. the thing. Like it would be understandable and it would be okay for people to be angry about the right tensing um, verdict. We had the Blondra Castile verdict that we talked about last week. And um, some of the other things, um, uh, I mean, our president of the United States in the year 2017 has said not a fucking word about pride. Right. The entire month, which is sickening. He can, he can tweet about how, retailers have dropped his daughter's fashion line but he can't write a fucking tweet about pride right and the significance of june for pride so that's fucked up yeah um i mean that tradition started with clinton for fuck's sake like that started a long time ago and well g dub oh i thought he did not no no, he he broke like the cycle like he didn't oh he didn't acknowledge pride really um but then of course of course obama did every year um and I think it's ridiculous to claim yourself as a gay ally, which Trump, Trump has. has. Yeah, he has uh, his whole campaign. And since he got into office, he is kept completely mum about all of the anti-transgender legislation, bathroom right. bills and everything that's been going on. Um, he didn't say anything about Pride Month, which is sickening um, and shame on him because it's ridiculous. Right. Um, it's unacceptable. He did take time to announce that June was uh nas- or was the official National Homeowners Month, though. Oh. Oh. So you know, priorities. Um. Okay. So though that was my win, though was Pride was just great, great to be a part of it. So much fun. Again, I I've had a pretty lackluster week as far as exciting events, but um, I I do we have um a work thing up at the zoo that we do every year. And we've been going up to the zoo every once in a while for quick meetings. And while I'm there, I just think, okay, well, maybe I'll just snoop around and see who's out 
and about at the zoo. Um, so I did see some baby tigers today and they were the cutest things I've ever seen. They're like, they're, they're kind of the size of Atlas. So they're kind of like big puppy size right now. Oh, they were playing. Oh, it was so How much cute. would you love to lay down and have their like ginormous paws just come over and like bat at you? I would love that if their claws were retracted. Wait, is that the right word? Whether it, their claws are not out. They yeah, were yeah, in. Retracted, okay, retracted. Yeah. Um, but I bet they have some pretty, pretty killer claws at this point. Um, but Fiona was not out. And I've heard from a reliable source that she usually comes out towards the end of the day. So just putting that out there. Yeah, I've heard that too. Um, and Brugger's in Clifton is open again. That's a win for me. I freaking love Brugger's. Oh. And it's been closed for so long. Yeah, why was it closed? I guess renovation or something. I don't know. So I got a bagel today, which was great. That is my win. That's so a great win. Congratulations to me. Dude, baby tigers, man. Like that is, that will lift your spirit right there. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And it was a beautiful day. It's been really nice here in Cincy lately. Yeah, today was really nice for sure. It's like a great day to go to the zoo because it was not super hot. Um, so I apologize for my boring one, but I can lead us into a not boring garbage person of the week if you'd like. <gasps> I want to hear about this garbage. Garbage. Um, this, <laughs> this garbage. He's such a garbage. Um, this is this week's garbage person is John McEnroe. Oh, the man child. <laughs> he's he's the one that throws tantrums on the tennis court or used to. Um, so in an interview with NPR over the weekend, John McEnroe was kind of pushed to answer why he felt the need to qualify Serena Williams as a female athlete, not just an athlete. Um, he went on to say that if Serena played on the men's circuit, she'd be like number 700 in the world, um, ranked with the men. So he also said, that doesn't mean I don't think Serena is an incredible player. I do, but the reality of what would happen on any given day is Serena could beat some players, I believe, but she is so incredibly strong mentally. Um, but she just said, he basically was saying that she would never compare to the top men's players in the world right now. Um, he uh, did take a p- different position a few years ago in 2015 after her Wimbledon win. McEnroe called Williams arguably the greatest athlete of the last 100 years. And after her U.S. Open victory in 2012, he said, you're watching, to me, the greatest player to ever play the game. So So what changed? Here's what I think happened. He is promoting a book right now called, it's called But But Seriously. Um, And I think he just needs his name out there right now. I don't know. Um, but she did respond, of course. Um, Queen Serena has, she actually, so going back a little bit, she's been humble in the past on this on this topic. It's been brought up a few times. Um, so she was on David Letterman in 2013, and she was like, for me, men's tennis and women's tennis are completely almost two different, two separate sports. If I were to play Andy Murray, I would lose 6-0, 6-0 in five to six minutes, maybe 10 minutes. It's a completely different sport. The men are a lot faster and they serve harder. They hit harder. It's just a different game. I love to play women's tennis. I only want to play girls because I don't want to be embarrassed. So Andy, stop it. I'm not going to let you kill me. Um, obviously, um, I said this earlier, but she did respond on via Twitter. And she asked John McEnroe to please, please keep me out of your statements that are not factually based. Respect me and respect my privacy as I'm trying to have a baby. Good day, sir. So to recap, Serena has won 23 single Grand Slam titles and 14 more in doubles. And Roger Federer, by comparison, who is someone who would, I guess, be considered like a... um, uh, What am I looking What's the word I'm looking for? A comparable player by the men's team or by... I can't where are my words. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he has 18 single slams and none in doubles. So she beats the men in numbers. Um, I'm just, 
I hate that there has to be a like everyone's mind kind of goes to a comparison. And even me, I'm like, I would love to see her play a man and like crush him. But I know zero things about tennis. I know I've never held a tennis racket in my life or watched a game. Oh, really? Um, I I actually went to tennis camp. Oh, really? Yeah. God, that sounds so bougie. And it wasn't. (laughs) It was through the YMCA. It was not bougie at all. But I don't know. I just um, I don't know anything about tennis, but I would love to see her crush a guy but hearing from her that it's just such a different monster that it, i i mean i kind of take you, her word for it i don't know why do you why do you think that this is an interesting subject because it's like why she herself even says like it's not the same as right. apples and oranges right so does that make what john McEnroe said like still so bad no, do you think I don't he's think been- so. I just think it's like, why is it a top? Why, like, you're you're promoting your book. Why is my name coming up? Yeah, you know why? Yeah, it's an opportunist move. Exactly, hundred percent. Well, this is the thing too. It, it's yes, it's true that it's it's true that just men's bodies in general. Because I actually heard about this story earlier today, and I was like looking up some other sports because he he said a lot more than that in in this inter- particular interview. He said things that were just offensive to me like he said well um well like why like i guess the interviewer asked like you say that she's the best woman tennis player why not just the best tennis player right and he said because she's not because i think she would come in like 700 if she played men's tennis or whatever but then he also said well why should i have to something like why should i have to say that she is um she would beat a man like it's never happened in any other sport or he said something like that yeah and so i did some research on this and i'm not saying it's never happened i don't know if it's happened or not i know that in the olympic in terms of like olympic records and stuff i just looked at like running running uh like track and field and also swimming and um i think for the most part he's right but when you take into consideration that in almost every sport that men and women both competitively play men men have longer limbs and are taller like their body proportions Mm -hmm. are larger i don't know like with women having not having that extra length i do feel like that they are performing just as well as men you know like i mean with that taken into consideration the fact that men's and women's bodies are built differently right and like men are usually taller men are usually longer they have longer limbs so of course they're going to be faster sprinters but if you look at a you know carmelita jenner the the amazing metal like gold medal sprinter she's much shorter than usain bolt so it's like okay if you factor in the mathematics of how many extra inches he gets in his stride right would she be worse than him i don't know i mean i'm not a mathematician so i don't know yeah but i think that it's worth i I don't think it's a simple thing he's kind of it kind of seems like he's making it like well women have never been as strong as men in these areas and it's kind of like well actually like john you don't know that and i bet you anything (laughs) serena like six or seven months pregnant could probably beat you on the court right now so he, he did say that he said i know she would beat me right now so uh, i mean okay well we could we could like look at billy jean king she was called out by do you know who she is tennis yeah yeah she that's all I know. she was called out by this like sexist male tennis player who was nationally ranked to play him in a match and she did and it was this highly publicized thing and she kicked his ass yeah and you know his stance was women are weaker women whine women you know can't handle sports like men can and she kicked his ass and that was in the 70s so oh that's cool well i mean when you think about women's sports like how many women athlete names do we know you know like i cannot name a WNBA player yeah me either um and like i here here are the two names that come to mind serena williams well venus williams too um actually i know a few women tennis players but um uh ronda rousey yeah i was just gonna say ronda rousey. i wonder if there was a conversation about like i wonder how ronda rousey would would you know would team up with a guy you know her- what i think is interesting about this whole conversation is it to me it's interesting to see how 
how different what we look at, uh, what we want from a female athlete and what we want from a male athlete. Um, yeah. And I think part of the reason that maybe the WNBA or women's softball, um, some of these sports that are, we traditionally see a lot more male fans of that sport. Mm-hmm. I think that part of it is that a lot of the female athletes are ripped i mean they have athletic bodies they're strong Mm -hmm. maybe the first concern of the sport is not looking beautiful or looking pretty i think that when you think of female athletes you think of like anna kornikova in a watch ad right you think of you know like you you it i hate that i hate that about like you think of the um actually all of the all of the women i can think of have a sort have a kind of sex appeal yeah that, it's that like you use, you want you, you want know? a woman athlete who is um who is svelte who's like very very like buff but also just like thin right kind of like modely looking and the female athletes that i mean i think are the most amazing are the ones who aren't who kind of break that mold i mean there's not to say those women aren't still amazing athletes but i mean i look at like the williams sisters and Ronda Rousey and uh, Misty Copeland, the, in the ballerina the, who totally mm-hmm. like broke the mold of a principal ballerina. Like she's super strong. She's super built. She's like, she's amazing and she's amazing to watch, but she's not your typical kind of like waif look right. at the Bolchoy ballerina. And the, the U.S. Olympics team, the girls uh, gymnastics team, I mean, they mm-hmm. all get, they all go through a lot of body shaming for being so bulky and being so mm-hmm. muscular and people yeah like the, like the way that people talk about them and how or if they get criticized for oh like look at her makeup or look at her hair let's pick that apart and it's like dude right. she just like freaking got 10 feet of air on the floor right like really we're gonna talk about her hair so um i just think we have different standards and that's true we look at football players who are big and bulky and athletic and we're like that's masculine that's the way it's supposed to be and um i mean the for the most part a lot of the female athletes that get endorsements uh or get sponsors are pretty are you know they have that sex appeal for sure um and i think the williams sisters have been awesome because they broke that mold they're you know they're they're large dark-skinned dark-skinned very muscular strong yeah like boisterous women and they actually are you know actually getting endorsements and i mean serena williams pregnant on the cover of vanity fair there you go like that's in taking over a sport too that's been so predominantly white Mm -hmm. and breaking that mold you know yeah so i love the the williams sisters i do too oh my gosh uh so okay garbage person of the week uh, John McEnroe, find some other ways to, t- Promote to amp yourself. up your book. Yeah, maybe talk about your class it up a little. Maybe talk about your cameo in Mr. Deeds, the 2003 <laughs> Adam Sandler <laughs> flick. That'll I get don't know all the media talk, attention. Talk about something besides female athletes. Like get over it. Yeah. So anyway, um, I suppose I should get to our winner of the week, and I'm really excited because this story. Made me really happy today. I'm excited. So I want to talk today. Our uh, winner of the week. Well, let me tell you a little story, Neen. So I'm listening. Once upon a time in Rockwall, Texas, here recently, a 20-year-old uh, gentleman named Justin Corva uh, did not own a car. He did have a job at the local Taco, Taco Casa restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used to walk in the Texas heat three miles to work and three three miles home. Mind you, his job was standing the whole time. So um, he would walk six miles round trip per day, um, stand at his job all day, and he was a very good employee. Um, Well, a kind stranger in his town one time saw him walking and gave him a ride to work. Uh, This kind stranger's name was Andy Mitchell. Uh, Andy talked to him on the way to work, the few-minute drive, and... um, Justin Corva told him, you know, he really wanted to better himself and he was saving up to buy a car so he could get back and forth to work and he wouldn't have to walk. Um, and Andy was really uh, shocked and inspired by how, uh, bless you, he was shocked and inspired by um, 
the lengths that this young man was willing to take to get to work while a lot of people, you know, call out of work for various reasons, saying they have car troubles. He right. walks to work every day. So uh, Andy Mitchell decided that he needed to do something. Him and his close friends and his wife, they um, all decided to hold a secret fundraiser at um, a local restaurant, have just a box to kind of um, talk about the story. I think that they, I, I'm not sure for sure, but I think that they kept um, Justin's name anonymous. They just wanted to raise funds for a young man who had a lot of ambition, who uh, needed a way to work. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not 100% sure how long it took, but I watched this really amazing video of uh, that Andy Mitchell's wife took, Mandy, and it is of uh, they they had Justin come out um, of his work on his break. His manager brought him out, and um, Andy and friends presented him with a brand new uh, Toyota Camry uh, that retails for about twenty three thousand dollars. That was bought with the funds from these donations. Uh, the donations also paid for a $500 gas card, two years of oil changes, and one year of car insurance. Oh, my God. That's so perfect. I, cause I was going to ask, like, I've heard of these stories before about, like, people teaming up to buy a car for somebody um, who needs it. And I always wonder, like, okay, but you're buying them a brand new car. Like, how much is that insurance every month? You know, I always wonder right. that. Um, so so they they teamed up. And it's it's a really adorable video. Uh, he comes out and he's like got his food ready like for his break to like eat um at this restaurant and uh andy just told him like you really inspired me because you talked about you you come to work every single day you don't make excuses and uh you deserve this and now you can drive to work and they like gave him the keys and everything and he was like speechless and he like got he was hugging everybody is he he a young guy he's 20 okay and so he got in the car and he just sat in it and he was just like tearing up and he got out and he was hugging but the coolest part of the story it's all it's all a cool part but the coolest part about this story is that um when interviewed about it uh corva said that um it was hold on what what did he say uh he said and i quote it's an instant blessing an instant surprise and he also said that um, he would like to take the opportunity of having this step better himself so he is able to pay it forward to somebody who's in his position later in life. Um, so I just love this story. And I think it's great. And it's this small town community coming together for this young man who was obviously working hard um, and uh, not complaining about it and yeah. who is deserving of a way to get back and forth to work safely uh, in the heat of Texas. Random acts of kindness, yes. people. So our winner of the week is um, Justin Corva for um, being grateful and being a great worker and bettering himself. Uh, it's Andy Mitchell for being a badass, awesome fundraiser with a kind heart who took it upon himself to do that. And also the other people in the community um, who generously helped out with this fundraiser. Way to go, guys. That's a good one. I know. I love that story. It's really good. It, you know, it really hit home last week, the guy with the dog. Oh, yeah. Like Russ and Tiger 3. Let's just find Tiger good people. Yeah. I just love that. I mean, it's a small town story. It's not going to like feed starving children in Asia. Right. But I mean, it's... But it's good to know they're out there. It feels good to know that these two guys, you know, they came together over this. And um, it's just a nice, yeah. it's a nice story. We nice need story those. for Tuesday. Um, Nina. Okay. We got our garbage in our winner yeah. of the week. Um, now for something special. <gasps> I know. It's going to be really fun. So, so um, Nina, I'm excited to say we got an email. <gasps> no. It's from your husband. <laughs> Chris. Did I sound surprised? Chris Parr, who is just seriously the best he's such a good guy um nina's Nina's beloved so he sent an email to wines and wins with some ideas for some lead-in songs for the podcast and you know what the cutest thing is so he he gave us a list and he put a little asterisk next to to nina's favorite (laughs) which is like the cutest thing ever so we're gonna listen if you guys uh can just tune in with us we're gonna listen to 
a couple of um, Chris's suggestions. And I'm really excited because Chris, uh, as far as I know, has pretty good taste. Have you have you sampled any of these yet? I have. Okay, there are some good ones in there. Okay, like he wanted he wanted me to listen to some of them this weekend, and he was like, "Can I play these songs?" And I was just like, "It's the cutest thing ever that he thought about it." And then, um, and then he started playing them, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is a good one. That would be good." So um, here's the first one. I did not know what this was when I read it, but I totally knew what it was the second it started. So this is Trio's uh, Da 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 from 1982. I love this song. I'm not going to lie. Please, God, let it work right. Please. It it made me giggle so much. And like I said, when I heard this song, I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Sorry. It takes... This is a... I just clicked on a YouTube um, video because I'm playing it off of YouTube and it's like a slideshow of pictures before the song starts. It's a horrible video. It's really... Here we go. Oh, wait. Oh, I think I... Here we go. Uh Uh-huh. You guys know the song, right? Uh Uh-huh. I didn't know it was German, actually. Until I listened to this. Well, Chris said you have to wait for the re- for the chorus because that's the best part. You've never heard the song? No, I have. Oh, but I'm letting everyone know. I like the little I like that part, actually. I didn't know the song was from 1982. That was So can you guys like see us opening to this? Da, da, da. I like it. Da, da, da. I like the woman in the background. Da, da, da. <laughs> okay. So that is... That was some impressive harmonizing, Allie. Did you like that? I did. Hey, you know what? When I try, I'm good. They should... <laughs> the opera. I'm right here. Okay. So that was Trio's Da, Da, Da. Did you hear the opera? Allie's... Ready and available. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The people we saw were pretty damn impressive. Um, oh, I liked I liked this one, too. I hope you guys don't mind my clumsy clumsiness trying to get this stuff to play. This is Getting the first food time to hungry had older Americans oh, cannot an stop, and it won't. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, these are our parents uh, and our grandparents okay. out there. Okay, I'm sorry. That was an ad. Disregard. Disregard. Which one is this? Okay, so I don't, that's... I don't think I had a star next to that one. No, there's not a star. <laughs> Nina, do you want to tell you what everything is? No, I, when I hear them, I know so if I like them or not. So that's Geo Wolf's um, Saltwater. So that's that one. Nina did not star it, so <laughs> she did not grant her star of approval. Um, but I, I can be swayed if we have... <laughs> If we have people write us and tell us, I'm sure like people are so interested in know, this right now. I know. Um, so I love this band, um, this next band, and I actually have another song to add to it. So the song that Chris um, chose on his list was "Shout Out Loud's um, Tonight." Uh, Tonight I have to leave it, which starts like this. And again, I have another. And I have another contender by the same band because I love this band. If you guys don't listen to Shout Out Louds, you should. They're really good. I'm always a fan of some cowbell. Is this cowbell? Probably. So this could be like a possible I love this. It doesn't have a star next to it, Nina. Really? I think I liked no. this one. So happy. So yeah, we love we love Shout Out Louds. This was my contender from Shout Out Louds. Can I just say, which I think is even better. Sorry, Chris. Your other suggestions are amazing. Oh, I forgot about this song. I know it's so good. What is this called? Impossible. Oh, so this is Shout Out Louds. Impossible. Kind of happy, fun. You can see 
surprised at this song. Is this the old timey one? Yeah. Okay, this is a good. I liked this I one. I know this has a star next to it name because it's kind of like it's kind of trippy. Well, obviously, get past this part. So that one was the Tornadoes with Telstar. All of those were great suggestions. Oh, also Chris has on here theme song from the show Duet. Have you looked it up? No, I tried and I got the show with, was it the like modern show? No, it's like from the 80s or 70s oh, okay, or something. Because I found like the modern show that's like American Idol-esque and oh, it was no. not. And I'm like, that's there's no way. The Duet's one from the 80s is hilarious. Well, I was laughing wait, all let me, weekend. Let me. About I'm gonna song. type in duets '80s. Oh my God, I'd be. Shocked I'm pretty sure it was the '80s. If we have any, if not earlier, if we have any listeners still, I'll be shocked. <laughs> duets '80s theme, because apparently there was a show in the 2000s that was like actual singers with like wannabe singers called duets. Oh, and there was a movie. It's not, it's not good. Called oh, duets, I, yeah, I know. I starring know the movie. Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis. Oh, I wait, wait. I think I found it. I think I found it. Oh, no, no. Oh, God, no. It's <laughs> that was a playlist on YouTube of 80s theme songs from different shows. Oh. It wasn't, it wasn't duets. Well, if you can find it, give it to me. I have a suggestion too. And this is, this is, we're, we're getting to the end of the, of the songs, people. So bear with us. Um, so I've been, this is like one of my favorite gym songs. Um, and sorry, I'm having a hard time typing and doing this. So it is called, uh, the song is called No Bad Vibes and it's by Rich White Ladies. That's the band. Mm-hmm. They actually are not. They're not white. I love this band. I actually really love this band. So I'll tell you the part that I was considering for us having like as an intro. Maybe starting with this. I'm not sure yet. One boat, two girls, six shots. String of pearls, world on a string, handful of rings. It ain't over till the rich lady sings. No, 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 no bad thoughts. Make yourself a drink and you never go get high. I like it. No, 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 no bad thoughts. I love this song and I have it in my head like every time I hear it. No, 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 no bad thoughts. Make yourself a drink and you never go get high. Rich white ladies, no bad thoughts. No, 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 no bad thoughts. Did you find the duets thing? I don't think so. All right. Well, I couldn't find it on YouTube. Sorry, Chris. If you can send us the actual link, that would be fantastic. Okay. So, you guys, again, we need you guys to um, email us. Let us know. I'm going to be doing plugs here in a couple minutes. Uh, let us know out of the song, including the song that we listened to at the very beginning of the show, Ashley's recommendation um spill the wine mm-hmm. which was fun we had fun with that it yeah was, it was a good song so uh those are some those are some songs um that are up for grabs in terms of our uh intro so we're gonna get to recommendations okay i have a recommendation you do yes go ahead uh you know it's summer and uh, nobody loves footwear more than me nobody loves comfortable and chic footwear <laughs> more than me <laughs> Uh, so I'm kind of obsessed and I have been for a while with, um, Inca's shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Inca's. That's I N K K A S. Um, they're sneakers, slip ons, like all flat, comfortable. 
shoes with really fun and funky patterns and colors and i love them and i have two pair of their uh pairs of their sneakers and they're so comfortable and every time i wear them i get like crazy compliments nice so do you have them on right now i have on slippers right now Oh, okay no (laughs) no i don't have them on but i can take a picture for our instagram okay um I love them and they are fairly affordable. I just visited their website last week um, and signed in just to like look at the new stuff. And I got an email like $10 off your next purchase. I was like, that's kind of awesome. So yeah, I love Incas. Uh, so that is, if you're, if you're a sneaker, sneaker file, like I am, mm-hmm. um, they're joggers. They're just amazing. So that's my recommendation. Need. My recommendation is actually something that I hope someone can recommend to me someday because I haven't yet tried it. So I'm kind of putting it out there for people to try it and let me know how it is. So I went to the store this weekend and in the yogurt section um, where they have like the little individual yogurt cups, I came across cookie dough cups. You heard me. Raw cookie dough in a container that you eat with a spoon. And this was this was me when I when I saw this. I was picking it up and inspecting it. I did this. Huh? What? What? Huh? I couldn't out loud to yourself? <laughs> yes. No one else was around, but I was just so mesmerized cuz I'd never seen that before. Have you seen that before? You know, I haven't. I've heard about this. They really shouldn't put it right next to the yogurt. I mean, I I mean how like, healthy is yogurt? It's not that great. I mean, the kind of yogurt that it was near is like, you know, the mix-in. Nina, don't ruin yogurt Heidi Klum oh, swears okay. by Dan and Light and Fit. Oh, that's right. I actually don't even She's eat yogurt. She's a po- paid spokesperson. I don't eat yogurt because I just think it's the texture's gross. It's I very like yogurt. pasty. I know. Travis loves yogurt. I, ooh, I'm I not it. a big fan of yogurt, but I'm just saying, putting cookie dough, packaged cookie dough ready to eat next to yogurt uh, that's and like, I just wonder that's like peak American I wonder is if it's like the kind of cookie dough that has like raw egg in it or if they can somehow well, bypass I, I that situation yeah, I don't know I feel like they probably can bypass that if they're packaging it raw they probably wouldn't package raw well egg. you know. have you heard of the the big raw cookie dough fa- uh, craze in New yeah. York yeah so the girl they have it in Chicago too the girl who started the one in New York they um, if you haven't heard of it, it's the big, uh, they basically give you enormous like ice cream cones and fill it with raw cookie dough and you can put all your, your toppings and whatever on it. But the girl who started that one in New York was a DAP graduate for industrial design. I did not know that. I know. DAP, for those who don't know, is the, um, school of design, art, architecture, and planning here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Allie and I are alum. We are both alum, and it is a very good school. It is a top, top notch school and architecture school. It's not really a top art school, but it's a top, top architecture. It's top of like every other thing. Yeah. Um. But anyways, if anyone tries the cookie dough, let me know how it is because I would love to know. Yes, cookie dough. That sounds delicious. Do you in college? Nina and I used to get plop and bake. Yeah, what well, we used to. <laughs> It was like the cookie dough that was squares that you would break off. And it was like it was in already, a grid. Yeah, it was like already in like a little pre-portioned square. And you would bake it, except we called it plop, plop and bake. You called it that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I adopted I did. it. Except for sometimes <laughs> we would break off the square and just eat it. Oh, yeah. Who didn't? Who doesn't do that? Sometimes still? we would just keep the grid in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. And just for whenever you wanted a square of cookie dough. It's right. delicious. Um. <laughs> you keep like burping into the mic i'm sorry it's that's gross. okay it's really gross you did it last it's gross week. um i do it a lot actually i'm sorry i don't usually have the burps it happens I after i champagne, yeah it happens so. after i like finish a drink i can't i can't help it okay so real quick uh we are going to do our plugs the bunghole okay plug it so, in plug it in okay all right that was <laughs> That was something. Better than plug the bunghole. <laughs> I feel like the bunghole has been like a normal thing on this show. <laughs> That's true. So it's our reoccurring theme or bungholes. Um, so let's talk about our plugs. Uh, you can find us on the internet. We are on Instagram at wines wins, all lowercase, no space. 
Um, you can also email us and please do because we got an email from Nina's husband today and it made my week. Um, <laughs> I love getting email. Love it. Please email us at wines, wins, all lowercase at gmail.com. That's W H I N E S W I N S at gmail.com. Also, if you already, if you haven't already, please go onto our iTunes and rate us so we can get some more uh, exposure and you don't have to leave a review, but if you want to, it's fine. You can talk about the bunk hole. Um, <laughs> leave us a review or a rating or both. Uh, tell your friends and um, we will see you next week. Hope, hope, with our girl ash we'll have the trifecta next week the, the trifecta Fingers crossed. will hopefully be here nina do you want to do our sign off zippity doo da bye now wait, I forgot. Oh hold on wait i forgot what it was <laughs> zippity da, bye. i almost said zippity doo da zippity <laughs> day all right zippity, zippity doo da bye bye, bye now, now.